0: Hello. Welcome to another episode of Reddit Readings. Today we are on R/ Ask Reddit and listening to people's secrets. Enjoy. Reddit Readings, Episode 32.
1: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus.
0: What's a secret you will take to the grave, but don't mind telling on the internet? My father burned down my childhood home for the insurance money. He took me along as his alibi, so I could verify he wasn't anywhere near it when it happened. I was 13 years old. I remember crying so hard knowing my clothes, books, photos, all of it would be destroyed. I wasn't allowed to save anything, because he told me it would have been too suspicious. I found out years later he blamed it on me telling the fire chief, plus friends and family, the fire had started because I must have been secretly smoking in my bedroom. I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. I feel for you, lesser than what happened to you, but my mom used to steal my grandfather's painkillers while he was dying of cancer, and I found out years later that the reason my whole extended family hated slash still hates me is because she told them I was the one doing it. Parents suck that my dad paid my mom $1,500 for full custody of my youngest sibling. Not only would this be a massive blow to my sibling, but my dad remarried quite quickly, and the new wife is a very definition of an evil stepmom. If my sibling knew that our mom gave her up for such a small sum of money, and the trade-off was 5 plus years of abuse, she would be destroyed. So my grandfather had a hand in making one of the World Series trophies back in the day. He never got any credit, but we have photos and parts from his prototype. When I was a teen I added what I knew to Wikipedia since why not, although I believe it's gone now, but funny story I ended, but being quoted in newspapers all over the country. Proceed to a few years later I get a call from my mom, who's almost in tears of joy. She found that wiki page and was freaking out. She was so happy he finally got credit. She ended up making really fancy shadow boxes of the wiki page printed out, copies of the photos and other baseball stuff. She made one for each of her siblings. I've had to just bite my tongue every time I go over there and see this thing hanging prominently in the living room. My father-in-law died of a heart attack at a strip club. The cop told my wife and mother-in-law that it was a bar. They assumed it was a sports bar. My brother-in-law and I had to pick up the car from said strip club. We both pledged to never tell the rest of the family. Once when I was 13 I went a week and a half without pooping. I was on a camping trip and something must've happened with the drinking water slash my digestion. Took laxatives, nothing worked. My stomach was killing me but nothing would come out. Then one evening after dinner, I felt it coming. I knew this was it. I bolted for the bathhouse, mentally preparing for the epic event. When I finally waddled in the stalls were all occupied. At this point I'm freaking out, I'm literally going to shit my pants, and in the woods with no means of cleaning. I waddled to the private shower attached to the bathrooms and my desperate mind starts solving problems, like I'm Bradley Cooper in Limitless. Initially I think to just shit on the shower drain and waffle stomp it through, but I was not going to be that guy who ruined the nicest shower in the woods for everyone. Like a bolt of lightning I knew what I had to do. So I pooped in the only piece of clothing I could spare, my sock. Obviously my stomach was doing better now, and I was hugely relieved. I brought the poop sock to the dumpster nearby, and one of my friends saw me on the way. Before I could dispose of the poop sock he strikes up a conversation and starts asking questions about what I'm doing. Internally I'm panicking. The best excuse I could come up with was that I found a sock in the shower, stuffed with mud, so I thought it best to throw it away. My friend affirms how good of a guy I'm for doing that. I throw the poop sock into the dumpster and my problems are finally over. Mud in a sock is a ridiculous story, but there's absolutely no way he could have guessed that the real situation was much much more bizarre. I've never told a soul about this until now, never will again. At my mom's boss's Christmas party, my girlfriend at the time and I had sex in front of the venue behind a pine tree. When I was a kid I used to shit in a tire in the garden because I was scared of getting locked in the toilet. I sharted on a New Year's party bus a few years ago. I thought it was just a fart, but it was a small shotgun blast of fluid. I stayed calm and threw away my unders at the next bar. Luckily there was little or no shit on the inside of my jeans, and I was able to continue the night with no one aware of my poop crime. When I was an awkward tween, my brothers and I spent a lot of time at my grandparents' house. We had been raised by my grandparents. Since we were little kids, and even after my dad remarried, he and my stepmom both worked graveyard shift, so we would spend the night at my grandparents' house while my parents were at work. One day, my grandmother informed me that it was my grandfather's birthday and suggested that I wish him a happy birthday. He was downstairs in the living room sitting on the sofa, and I went up to him and gave him a big hug around the neck and said happy birthday, grandpa. It was kind of difficult to hug a person sitting down, so I ended up kneeling on the sofa between his legs, rather than trying to hug him from a standing position. He was quite happy and gave me a hug back. When I pulled back from the hug, he held me in his arms and gave me a big smile, and then he put his tongue in my mouth. Sometimes when I was a little kid we would kiss other family members on the mouth, but those were chaste pecks on the lips. I could tell immediately that this was different. His tongue was on my teeth. It lasted only for a moment, and I was grossed out and confused when I pulled away. At that moment my grandmother walked into the living room. I turned my head to look at her, my hands were still on my grandpa's shoulders. She seemed really happy that I had wished my grandfather a happy birthday like a good little kid. I gave him a final quick hug and scrammed out of the room. For the rest of my tween and teen years, I was always careful not to be alone in the same room with my grandfather. He passed away during my 20s, a good decade ahead of his time due to lifestyle induced health issues, and my family chose me to speak at his funeral. I had really complicated feelings about it because I did love him. My grandma and grandpa raised me, after all. Also, my grandfather was the rock of the family, and after he passed away, the three branches, my dad and our family, plus his siblings and their families, gradually grew apart, and nothing was ever the same between us again. We don't even spend Christmas all together anymore. I've never told anyone in my family about it, because I couldn't break my grandmother's heart. She survived her husband 10 years, and still talks to and about him every day and visits his grave multiple times a week. So, thanks for listening to my story reddit. Nice to get that off my chest. My first car accident back in high school was not because I swerved to miss a deer, like I told my dad and the police. I actually tried to pull the emergency brake and do a 180 while going 50 miles per hour downhill. Had I gone off the other side of the road I would have gone down a 50 foot hill and into the river. That was the last time I ever tried anything like that. There just so happened to be deer tracks in the mud near the ditch where I ended up. I avoided a ticket and my dad paid to fix my car. I have never told him the truth in the 15 plus years since. Only I know that my mother-in-law killed her dog by sitting on it. I agreed to a first date with someone to make him stop crying. Six years later we are happily engaged and doing great. I don't know how well he remembers that, but I'm not bringing it up. My dad cheated on my mom and invited the person over when I was 9. She was a severely overweight woman and my dad is also quite overweight. My parents were fighting but trying to work things out, they slept in separate rooms at this point. Earlier that day I had jumped on his bed and broke the board supporting it on the bed frame. I wasn't allowed to do this and always got in trouble for this reason. My mom smelled the fact that my dad had company because she smoked in my house. She asked if I jumped on the bed. I said no. I feared I'd get in trouble. I was surprised there was no follow up trying to prove my guilt. Years later I remember why she asked and realized my lie basically incriminated him to fucking her. I'm sure he did, but that got him kicked out of my house. I was raped with an implement in the youth room of my childhood church by my two best friends at the time. We were basically alone in the building at the time, one did it and the other held me down they thought it was a joke slash funny, even once I started screaming. One of them had a moment of clarity and I suppose realized that what they were doing was wrong, and made the other person stop, and they sat there with me for a few minutes until I'd calmed down. Once I regained myself enough to stand, I racked one of them between the legs with a pool cue. Their parents were waiting in the parking lot, and they were going to call the cops on me, until my friend confessed what they'd done to their parents. I was pressured into silence by the pastor at the parents' behest. I've told people, so I guess it's not technically a secret, but nobody's believed me, because I'm a big guy, and always have been. The last person I tried to talk to about it actually smacked me in the face, so I guess I'll be dying with this one. As a teenager, I had cancer multiple times, and nearly died a lot. At one point, I spent several weeks in intensive care and survived despite no doctor thinking that I possibly could live. More than 20 years later, everyone I know still comments on how I survived purely on will to live. I actually spent every moment in that hospital bed in absolute agony, desperately wanting to die. The fact I'm bisexual. Greetings from Russia. You know those stories about girls in the 70s who went to live with an aunt for a year during high school? I did that in 2008. I was a very naive teenager with irregular periods and my friend thought it would be absolutely hilarious to buy those cheap pregnancy tests at Walmart and see what happened. We laughed the whole time until one of them was positive. We couldn't remember which was which, so we got two more and turns out it was mine. That was when it dawned on me that I had had 6, my school did not offer any kind of sex education, and my parents were useless in that regard. I panicked and swore my friend to secrecy. I basically put it out of my mind until my pants didn't fit anymore. I was always close with one of my older cousins and we were talking on the phone one night when she asked how school was going, and I just dumped all of it on her. She came up with the perfect plan. It was already April, and when I'd finally gotten the courage to go to Planned Parenthood they'd told me I was due in August. So my cousin called my mom saying there was this amazing summer music program in her town that I just had to attend, and that I could stay with her the whole time. My mom thought it was great, and the day after school ended I got on a plane to San Francisco. I stayed with my cousin, she went to all of my appointments with me, and she helped me find a social worker and eventually my daughter's parents. When I arrived back home before my junior year of high school started, my mom asked me how my summer was without really caring, and then remarked that I must've lost a few pounds. My cousin died in 2012 in a car accident, and no one else knew apart from that one friend, the doctors I saw in Oakland, and the people involved in the adoption. I get a photo and a letter about the child once a year, and I send money for her college and a card for her birthday every year. When she turns 16, Her parents are allowed to give her the cards if she wants them, but they are not permitted to pass any contact information along. I have no interest in meeting her or getting to know her personally. I know she's safe and comfortable and that's all I want. I will die before I tell anyone about her, and if my friend were to spill the beans I would deny it. mentioned before will never tell anyone i had one of those expensive fancy life-sized sex dolls got rid of it at first opportunity after getting a real partner but it's literally the only secret i have that i'm not willing to say to anyone in real life i'm a guy when i was around 9 to 10 i had a friend also guy who pushed me up against the wall and started jacking me off He started doing this frequently, and made me masturbate in front of him with one of my parents' personal massages. I tried to tell on him one time, but went back on it really quickly. I think my mom knew what was going on though. Felt a bit like Stockholm, because he was one of my only friends back then, and I was really scared and confused. Then another friend started dry-humping me at a sleepover one time. Being sexualized so early on in life really fucked me up. Me and my cousin took turns licking each other's assholes when we were about 10 years old. I have vivid memory of it. We have never spoken of it since. We're both 25 year old men now. I attempted to murder my mother. She was abusive, verbally but also physically. She'd hit you in places no one would see or rip clumps of my hair out when dad was on the road for work. She probably has a personality disorder. She got in my face one night, when I was coming home from my second job, and I had it. My mom like went through whole periods, where she wouldn't work, I was killing myself every summer working 50 plus hours, to pay family bills in my parents names, and also get my younger sister to all of her activities. I had it. I tried to put mom's head through a wall. She started screaming, oh, help, help and I told her she could dish it out, she should also be able to take it, shoved her on the ground, and kicked her repeatedly in the abdomen and thigh, while still trying to put her head through the wall with one hand, it's a plaster and laugh situation, old house in New England, I really fucked her up, and it felt good to do so, she's destroyed so many people's lives and she never faces any consequences for it, no one in our family ever helped me, or called the police, when she would abuse me the only one who ever helped was the dog, if the dog was awake, when my mom tried to start something she'd get between us, growl at mom, until she backed down, I had always shown restraint, and never hit her until this night, but my dad did call the cops on me, when I crossed that line, the cops get there, split us up to interview, I explained my side, and then just blurt out, where were you assholes, when I was 8, and she was doing that to me, The cop was taken aback, I think he could tell I was being honest, and it was a culmination of years of shit and pain. He goes and talks to his partner, I think this isn't an assault, I think it's a mental illness thing. Then they basically intimidated my mom and dad into agreeing with them, they wouldn't let it go, until they agreed it was a medical issue not a criminal one. So they called an ambulance and I went to the hospital as part of a diversion program. Basically, they sent me to Detox for 3 days and I emerged with no record, no charges, no nothing except a script for Prozac, and a recommendation for therapy, paid for by the state low income insurance plan. Trying to kill my mom probably saved my life, honestly, because I got myself some tools from a CBT slash DBT therapist, but I'm not stupid enough to want people to know who would date me, how would I ever get promoted at work, anyway, be kind. You never know what someone's been through, and you never know what people are capable of when pushed far enough. I regret having kids. I'm not cut out for motherhood and there is not a maternal bone in my body. Maybe it's PPD or just this stage of life, but I will seek therapy. I love my kids and I will never say anything or hint about my feelings. It's not their fault. My cousin fucked a stripper during his bachelor party hours earlier, we randomly ran into his fiancé and her friends, and she made a huge deal about him hitting a strip club, specifically because of this. He comes out of the champagne room and told me I think I just fucked her. Only three people know this. Me, him, the stripper. Seems like a good time as any to tell this story. When I was a teenager my parents were divorced yet lived within walking distance of each other. I would oftentimes walk back and forth between their homes for whatever reason. I got to know a family that lived in the house on the corner of the block my mother lived on. One day as I was passing this house I noticed a wallet on the ground. I picked up and opened the wallet. I noticed the address on the ID was the house on the corner and it was the mom of the family, a very nice lady, me being a teenager. Took all of the money out of the wallet, about $50, I then went back to the home and returned the wallet explaining I found it down the street. The mother was very relieved and grateful. What always weighed on me is a few weeks later I passed the corner house as I often did and the lady stopped me. She wanted to thank me for returning the wallet and handed me a $50 bill. I tried to refuse it but she insisted. I was rewarded for stealing. While it's not a big secret it is something I always think about for some reason. I've never really had the heart to tell anyone this story. This is something I should have told my best friend, but I don't have the heart to tell him this. An hour before his girlfriend died in a car accident I saw her at my job making out with the captain of the track team, his cousin. It's been 8 years, but I can't do that to him, he was gonna propose to her that day, My sister molested me when I was really young, still not over it, still live with her, I don't even know if she even remembers it. For reference, she is 6 years older than me, and she definitely knew what she was doing at the time, I didn't, but I was willing to do it. When I was like 4 we played electric chair truth or dare, and she make me do stuff, I still remember what I did, but I would rather not recount that here. I used to work for the airport, and so got very discounted fares for friends and family. My mom was going on a trip with her friend to Key West, and they were gonna drive, since flying was too expensive. I talked her into letting me handle the flying arrangements and they'd save a ton. A typical $500 flight turned into like $250 for both of them combined. Well, I was still kinda new at booking reservations and whatnot, and I ended up screwing up the reservation. I think I only booked it for one way or something. So the night before their flight, I booked it and paid the $450 for the both of them, money I really didn't have and have since never told my mom. It was for Mother's Day, so I figured that was my gift to her. It's been nearly 10 years since. I had a sweet, wonderful student who had been in foster care, but his mom worked her ass off to get him back and she did. He had to take a very important city exam and she called me and asked if he passed it. I looked at the grades and saw he didn't said so. She burst into tears of joy and that is, when I saw I had read the wrong score, he had failed. So I changed his grade to passing. No one knew. That was the only time I ever did that. That could have cost me my license. The weird thing is, when my awful corrupt principal pressured me to change other students' scores so we could raise our pass rate, I refused. I never told anyone what I did for my student. He went into the military, was extremely successful there, has a great wife and kids, so I think I did the right thing. Fuck those tests. They aren't human. My mother is cheating on my father and my father is cheating on my mother. They both know I know this, but made me promise not to tell the other parent. Parents are fucked up sometimes. Speaking of grave, when I was a teenager some friends and I got really stoned and walked around the town cemetery, there was a whole section of generic flat grave markers from the 1800s. I found myself trying to imagine their lives in the same town I lived so long ago. Then I saw one plate kind of sticking up and crooked and I bent down to touch it. It wasn't attached at all, and I lifted it up in my hand. Right then, my asinine stone teenage brain decided to put it in my backpack. I thought I'd somehow honor this stranger more than the shitty groundskeeper leaving it all willy-nilly in the middle of the aisle. None of my friends saw what I did. Q hours later, sober, and the guilt and panic are setting in. I hid the plate in my closet for about a year before I chucked it back over the fence one day late at night. I hope Bessie Jane Holmes doesn't mind that I kept her for a while. I still think back and shudder at the guilt of such immoral fuckery. I've really enjoyed reading a lot of these, so I thought I'd share mine. It's a bit of a read but funny. I finished having surgery and had a post-op appointment with my doctor up the hill. Had to go before that while driving up the hill. Figured I'd use the bathroom while in the office. I forgot I had to shit. Impossible as it seems. While I drive back down the hill when the bullet train hit my ass. I pulled over the side of the highway. Having no place to shit, I grabbed the only thing nearby. A thin empty styrofoam box from Panda Express on the passenger seat. Things were moving fast. So fast in fact, that I made my first mistake. I missed the box. I had shat all over the driver's seat of my car. I had been on antibiotics too, so we're not talking logs here. We're talking full on mud pie, split pea soup. It fucking filled the seat. I'm doing this acrobatic effort not to dip my ass back in the mess and I somehow opened the car door. I grabbed my phone and popped the trunk. After slamming the car door shut, important later, I run bare ass to the trunk of my car to grab a change clothes I had prayed for good thing i didn't make that good will run yet god's joke wasn't quite over though i walked back to the driver's door to realize my keys are locked inside the car with the engine running so now to make matters worse i now have to call a tow truck to unlock my car door now some hank the tow truck guy has to stare at the abomination that I left in my seat i was mortified and he just stared at me with such bewilderment afterwards I hung my head, and said it's exactly what it seems. I'm sure that tow truck guy had one hell of a story, when he got back home. Thank you for listening to Reddit Readings, episode 32. If you enjoyed it, consider subscribing, and leaving a rating.